Welcome to the Closeted Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Shalay. This podcast is all about exploring the depths of your soul. We dive deep into spiritual concepts and tools that we can utilize in the physical world to really navigate life. So join me and so many others on this insane journey of self-discovery and let's learn and grow in both a spiritual and physical world together. Welcome to or welcome back to the Closeted Soul podcast. This week I have the pleasure of chatting to Christina and again, fellow soul sister. We met in that soul teacher program. I will never stop talking about it because it's so good and I've just met the best people through there. So thank you so much, Christina, for being on the podcast. This is third time lucky, guys. Third time lucky. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me on again and for trying to do this one more time because we're going to get it this time. <laughs> we're going to get it. Oh my God. You'd, you would be surprised at the audio issues we have had, honestly. Like last time we filmed a podcast, just bits of my conversation were recorded and then bits of yours and it was just, it was hilarious. Anyway, third time lucky. We trust the universe, divine timing as always. And I'm really excited about the topic that we've come up to talk about today. It's one one on the clock now so it's completely distracted me so I love that I love a good angel sign um yeah because I really believe that you know I I haven't really dove into this topic and this concept on the podcast yet and I think it is so simple yet so important and it becomes a big practice throughout your entire life right and this is just the topic of presence so before we dive into that I'll actually just get you to explain you know who you are what you do all of the things so um yeah the audience gets to know you uh hi I am Christy Happy Place and that's uh, Christy the Spanish way so it's without an h and a y at the end And I am an intuitive Reiki master, uh, soul guided, um, love everything spiritual and ETs, star seed. I can't tell you what all the signs are, but I'm definitely a Virgo with some Pisces rising thing. And I can't remember the rest, but, um, (laughs) because that's the Pisces in me. that's like, well, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. And um, I do energetic activations. And what that is, is a combination of a lot of the things that we learned in Soul Teacher and Reiki and um, and then some other things that have awakened in me, like light language. And it, uh, what what I'm being guided to explain is that because I'm pulling all these different modalities together, it's like I've, um, I create a frequency almost, and it starts to code the energy, um, around us and, um, and in our auric fields. And these codes also communicate directly with our soul And so it starts to wake us up is basically what it begins to do. And it does it in like a really gentle way. Like people start to notice their thoughts and become more aware of the things that they tell themselves about themselves. And it starts to um, wake them up to maybe ask themselves why they do the things that they do if it doesn't make them happy, you know, Um, or 
or realize that what they've been told isn't necessarily the truth about their existence and their, and maybe they even start to connect with the idea of purpose and things like that. And so it's kind of like this. And that's why I started calling it activations because it really is waking people up inside to start asking themselves when, if they're willing, right? Like if they, if that's what they're looking for, Um, and I think that that's what spirit wants me to pull in and call in is people that are looking for this sort of awakening and the light languages is the final like, uh, activation code that speaks directly to the soul. And so, you know, back in the day they called it speaking in tongues, but I see it more as like, sometimes it's a very indigenous sound. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's more like, like interesting yawns and weird like it's odd sometimes what comes out you know but um but I do know that most people that receive it find it to be really beautiful and calming at the moment so that's been the feedback so far and I'm just flowing with what comes through right now and what I'm being guided to share um the screenplay is also like finally on its path. I'm also a screenwriter uh, working on a screenplay uh, for teenagers on embracing their differences at that very time when they get very clicky and want to be like everybody else because, you know, they're feeling so odd inside because of all the hormones and they just, none of them realize that they're all feeling awkward and they all just want to fit in instead of accepting that, they're different and that this, and it's normal to be different. And it's a good thing because later on in life, that's what's going to define you, that difference that they tend to, we tend to lose at that age because we want to follow the herd so much, or we want to be accepted to the herd. And we finally found our path and the story for the screenplay, my, me and my co-writer. So we've been meeting quite a bit now and uh, yeah, it's, we're going to, um, and like all of my dreams about what I wanted to work on are starting to kind of, um, come into play because I also wanted to dabble in songwriting and part of the story is going to get to, I, I get to write a song because <laughs> it all revolves around music. So, so that's me right now and I'm and really excited and having a lot of fun. <laughs> no, I think like your story and where you're at is just such a beautiful example of practicing presence, which is what we're going to get into today, but also just not trying to figure it all out, just trusting that it's all going to come together as it should. Are you a manifesting generator by any chance? Do you know your human design? Oh, like I've done it like three times, but I can't remember. I, I we will check. put it in the notes. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I want to check. I'm like, you have to be a manifesting. If you're not a manifesting generator, my life is a lie. If you're not a manifesting <laughs> generator, I'm like, you have to be because your interests are just like in all these little areas. But I love that you've just trusted because I've watched you as well. I've watched your offerings evolve as you've evolved. And, you know, we've all been on that journey in this space. And it's so beautiful that you are so willing to let go of these old 
parts of yourself and allow the new to come in and embrace the change and embrace the difference, right? Not many people can do that. Lots of people will hold on to like, you know, what was because they're trying to make that work. And your offering is actually really uh, unique in such a beautiful way. You know, I haven't heard many people like doing that and for it to just be whatever it needs to be, like that's just... That's the example of presence right there. So on the day you just show up and whatever needs to channel through you and through for that person is what comes through and it's exactly what they need. I think that's really special. So how did you get so comfortable with showing up and trusting in, you know, presence like that? Oh, getting smacked in the head quite literally quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Until you listen, the universe is like, listen. <laughs> Straight up. Um, a series, honestly, it was like a series of headbangs and just like, because for a while it was daydream, right? Like daydream to see what it is that you enjoy, what lights you up. And I did that for a really long time. Like, Um, I went back to improv. I started dabbling and learning to play the piano. Um, I just started like playing around to see what it was that lit me up. And while I enjoyed doing all of those things and it was a whole lot of fun, you know, performing an improv, I did like three different classes or four different classes. It was like a riot and and through a pregnancy too, because one of them I had to pause when I (laughs) when I got pregnant, but I went back and I finished it, you know? Um, and, and I think that then I found, you know, um, soul Academy because uh, this screenplay started coming through. Um, and it was research because I really was, uh, connecting to Reiki at that time a lot. And, um, it started to really, shift my belief systems around the stories I had been telling myself about myself. Um, and I, I really began to pay attention to that. And, and you begin to unravel that onion of all the lies because they are, they're just stories. They're not necessarily true or they could have been true at that time. But then you took, because the minute you notice something, you can energetically make the choice to change it. And most of us don't realize that because we just continue to say it, right? Like for instance, I can spend my day saying I'm tired, right? And guess what? Then I'm going to be tired. (laughs) Or I can choose to say I'm not at my best, but I'm, I'm working on it. Like, I'm working on being present with myself so that I'm not tired. And I did that for a while. Like I just, I stopped saying I was tired and I would find a different word that was true that resonated with how I felt in that moment. Um, Sometimes it was, I'm tired, (laughs) but a lot of times, a lot of times it's, it was almost like an automatic answer. And I hadn't even noticed that I was doing that. Um, because it's what I was expected. Like I'm running around, I have two kids and I have to manage all of our schedules and pick them up and all, and manage the house and all of the things going on. And so I should be technically tired, but, but why, you know, at the same time, like 
I, if you don't choose that and that's not what you want, then you can redirect your energy so that you're not tired. And that clicked for me at some point. And so I stopped saying that. Mm-hmm. And then that made room for fitness in my life. And, and I had no idea that I wanted to be an athlete because I had never been an athlete my whole life. And now I love it. And it's part of like, I, it's a priority because I leave all of the negative energy that I pick up because, you know, we're very sensitive and I, I just leave it all on the bag. It all just, bye, <laughs> done with you. I've cleansed myself and I feel good afterward. And then I have energy and I'm not tired all day. I actually, I feel good and I'm, I'm energized, but it was a mind shift. It was a being present with myself long enough to realize that I was just telling myself a story. I didn't have to be tired. Doing things doesn't equate being tired running for days because you're being chased by a lion tired (laughs) no I totally resonate to what you're saying and I had the same sort of moment with uh I was at my friend's house actually and I'd finished uh, a work day but I had a really really good day but I was just programmed to be like it was shit like it was hard and when I went like when I went to her house she was like oh how was your day and just muscle memory I was like it was shit and then I just took that moment and I was like, whoa, hold on. It wasn't, it wasn't shit. I actually had a really good day. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, and that's what, that's what happens. And that's why presence is so important because we don't realize the re- reality that we're perpetuating, right? It becomes muscle member, we be- memory. We become so used to acting a certain way or getting in that lack mentality and that mindset of always looking for the negative. And it takes that presence throughout the day that actually gets you to be like, wait, hold on. I get to choose in every moment what my experience is going going to be this day. I get to choose to see the positive in a situation. It's just, it's so powerful when you actually change that thought process. And it, I always say how you do one thing is how you do everything. So that trickles to other areas of your life. Like for example, like, you know, business and finding yourself. And it's just, it changes your relationships as well, because you notice like how you're actually showing up, you know, what you're doing in those relationships. Like another example I could give is uh, last week, I had a day where just like everything kind of went wrong one of those days where everything went wrong quote unquote wrong like to me it wasn't wrong it was perfect and it was divinely guided and that whole day I was like okay like my car broke down couldn't get into my car I was like okay what's the opportunity in this I was so optimistic I was like okay I'm gonna go I'm gonna ground I'm gonna go sit on the grass and it was a beautiful day I was having such a nice morning and it was so funny because then everyone around me that was also being affected by what was happening that day like those small little inconveniences that people just make the like end of the world right like this is just going to like they they just act like you know like everything's shit like my partner was like oh my life is shit like everything's going to shit and I'm just like calm down like these things happen things happen and it's just our perspective and how we deal with it so I even got to see though through my reaction and the way that I was handling all of the things that kept popping up throughout the day because it wasn't just the car, it was like just little things that entire day, uh, my reaction changed their reaction. 
And that was a powerful perspective as well because then I was like, wow, I got to see how my change in perspective, you know, it was triggering them at the start, but then they got to see, wait, no, we get to look at this in a different way. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, you know, you have a series of things that will always happen to see if you really will trust and surrender all the time. And I, I recently, I was, I'm, I'm taking a trip, and it's complicated because there's airfare and there's shuttles, and for 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 about a week. I didn't have the shuttle on the way back. Like they were sold out. The companies that did the shuttles were all sold out. I was just like, and all the signs were like, all paths lead home. I would see on my tea bag, um, another, another, another cliche line about how I will make it home. You know, it was like clear as day. Like they, they were letting me know to let it go and to just be, and that it would work out that I would find a shuttle. And miraculously, I found the shuttle without putting way too much effort into it. In fact, I wasn't even reminded to do it. Someone reminded me to do it. And I was like, oh yeah, I guess I should check and see if I could find a shuttle now. You know, let's see if there's one available. And I got on the shuttle with, with my, with my cousin that I'm going on the trip with, like on the same exact one, like no effort, but for a week and a half, like I was kind of like, well, I guess I'm not, I'm not leaving. I'm going to (laughs) stay like I don't have a way back to the airport. But I didn't let it get to me. Like, I was just kind of like, it's going to work out. I'm not going to have to spend, you know, $800 on a private car to get me back to the airport. It's going to work out. And it did. And I let it be. And I didn't go crazy about the situation. And, um, and it ended up working out perfectly. And those little things that we don't, that norm, norm, normal me, I would have been online like every day, like checking and clicking through and doing it twice a day and calling places and trying to figure out how I was going to solve this. And I was like, oh, no, because see, this was like supposed to be easy and nice and like a nice getaway. And that's not the kind of energy I want to bring into this. So no, 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 it's going to work out and I'm going to just flow and it did. And it has, and you know, hopefully the trip is goes exactly that in that way, because that's the energy I'm putting into it. But I'm also just being present with this is this, this is all in motion and the synchronicities are constantly like you just said, you saw the clock one eleven, and I've been seeing that everywhere lately like I used to see it every once in a while you know and it was like oh how nice but now it's like I sent an email at 11 11 or I received a text message response about something important and it was you know two 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 all day every day it's constantly happening and it's crazy you know and you're, you have to be paying attention right like I could have easily not noticed that the text or the email or any of those things went out at those times, but I noticed because I'm focusing on being present, on staying as often as I can, bring it into my awareness to stay in the moment. And because of that, you start seeing the magic that's constantly working in our favor to be like, this way. <laughs> it's so true. I love that. 
I love those videos that Mandy and um and oh and they're Andy. so good at reels. They're so good. They make me laugh so much. <laughs> <laughs> I totally think that that's how our guides are too. They're like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah they're absolutely so fed up they're just like shut up I actually have a really good friend who um she, we can we can have this joke with her but I remember we went up to the Akashic Records once with her and her guides like she was crying about this situation but she had already mourned it to the point where they were over it they were literally like shut up shush <laughs> they were like so that was so angry in that moment she's just like oh yeah you're right like I'm just getting into victim mode again it was so funny <laughs> um but they are like honestly it's just it's just aspects of ourselves in a way as well so fractals of our soul and that's another that's another topic but you mentioned two things in what you said you mentioned like the act of uh setting that intention like you've already set the intention for what you want so trusting that and it gets to be that simple that's what's beautiful about it. It gets to be that simple. It doesn't have to be something that has to be hard. It's all perspective. And like you said, you know, the past Christina would have been like on the thing, stressing every day. And guess what? That sends that energy out there. Therefore, that's what you're going to receive, right? I was the same in terms of that day I had where everything like inconvenient was happening. I was known as being bad luck. That was my nickname. I'd be like, everyone would know me as bad luck and I would break everything and everything would like machinery would just malfunction if I was just in its presence. So everyone would always say bad luck, Shule. Like my friend was actually talking about me to a colleague of hers and she was a waitress at the time and the glass shattered in her hand <laughs> as she mentioned my name so like I was just known as that person like that just, I had like the bad luck bubble around me so it was so funny and that's like oh, you know that's been a journey for me to like reprogram and be like no you're not bad luck. like things just happen in life and it's just it's your perception on it right so it's just that's that's how simple it gets to be and Every aspect of your life gets to be that simple, even finding your purpose and even finding what you're supposed to do in this world. I feel like we put so much pressure on ourselves to find out, you know, what's our thing going to be? What's our what's our mission? What's our purpose? What's that one thing that we are here to do? And I think that you are a beautiful example of that not being true. You are not here to just do one thing. You get to have multiple desires. You get to do multiple different things and you get to change. You get to try things. You get to be like, okay, that's not working. I want to go here. You get to play that's like what earth is all about and that's what presence gives you as well and that was another thing that you you um touched on which I really really love was the uh act of being able to hear spirit because the spiritual realm it's so subtle those little synchronicities that we get so subtle and it really takes you to just quiet the outside noise really pay attention to this moment to be able to notice the beauty in what happens around us because life is truly beautiful. I have a friend who <laughs> he loves he loves acid. He loves acid. <laughs> so psychedelics. <laughs> All right. So he, he's like telling me about it, right? And he's like, oh, he's talking to me about acid and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you know, you should try it and da, da, da. Definitely something I'm curious about. I'm like, yeah, I'd be interested to know about like that perception of reality, what would happen, you know, um, plant medicines, especially I'm interested in. So I'm talking to him about it and he's telling me, I'm like, you know, what does it feel like? And he's like, 
Okay. It feels like you just notice every little thing, like life just becomes so beautiful, all the synchronicities and all the patterns. Like, so we start like talking about reality in this way. And I just had this moment of like, oh, wait, hold on. I experience reality like that all the time. That's literally how I experience the world. I do notice those little things because I, I am practicing presence. You know, I meditate. We both meditate quite a bit. You know, it's a big part of our, our spiritual practices and it really trains you in be able, being able to be present. So it's so funny because he's explaining to me like how beautiful like reality can be. And I was like, wait, I, I experience that every single day. That's how I experience the world. Yeah, no, definitely. I think, I mean, I've never done LSD. Um, I was always like, it was around a lot growing up and it was offered, but I had this self-awareness that like, that would really have to be in a contained environment where I felt like I, I would be safe yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah, like not with your high school buddies all tripping <laughs> up, like Mm. And then I had some friends that decided to do it in school. Mm. Ooh, so that's smart. not a good time. That's, that's, that's and, they got, and, and they got found out, obviously. Ooh, yeah. yeah. How do you hide that? Yeah. Imagine that. Exactly. That, how would they have, like, that would have been a really bad trip. <laughs> it would have been terrifying. In, in, in Catholic school, <gasps> no less. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh no, that wouldn't have been good. Could you imagine like getting uh, getting in trouble for being on acid tripping and then that happening? I'm just I haven't done it myself either, so hence why my friend was telling me about it, but um I just couldn't imagine. Like I've heard stories and like it would no, just No, no, no. I'm I, 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 I'm pretty sure that some of them, you know, saw therapists for a while. <laughs> wow, I could imagine. That would have been like post traumatic stress. Seriously, some bad PSD. I know, not not the wisest decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I mean, so I was around it quite a bit and I saw the poor choices that were being made and I was like, "Mm, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know that it's such a wise decision. But now as an adult, like, it's just that I'm also, so here's where I I am with all of the psychedelics because I'm also quite intrigued. However, Shule... You can't unsee any of whatever you see. (laughs) So that's what I'm, I'm weary about because I, I have been told that like it opens layers. Like I did have some friends in college that they were like, you look up at the sky and you actually can uh, distinguish like the different ozone layers. I, I don't know all the names, but like you can see the stratospheres and the different layers and stuff like that. If you really focus, like the, you can see the separation between the cloud and what we call the atmosphere or whatever. And it's, and, and so when you look at a leaf, the way that they've described it is like, you can see all the veins working, like pulling in the moisture and all of the things like it, it allows you to really get into it because you'll now stare at it for me a really long do, time. Now you're making me want to do acid. <laughs> I know, I'm right? Like, Stop it. <laughs> I'm like, I'll do it. <laughs> I'm so like, you just sold what, it to me. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, no. <laughs> I haven't done it though. That's what they've told me. <laughs> no, that sounds really cool. So, I've I've done um 
mushroom. We're on the topic of like uh, psychedelics. I've done magic mushrooms. I know, no. I've done magic mushrooms. I've tried that. Um, And that was really fun. I laid in a forest for three hours and I became at one with the earth. It was really funny. I was talking to the tree. So I thought I was having the conversation internally, but I actually was doing it out loud and my partner heard me and I was, he was like, you realize you were talking to the tree. So I did it in a really safe space. So I did it at home with my partner. I was just so intrigued with ayahuasca. Like I really wanted to do this. So this is after my spiritual awakening. I'm like, hit me, baby. I want to experience all the things I want to have. Like, yeah, I'm like, I want to have that. Like, you know, I want to be like, so out there speaking to spirits and all of the things. And they actually led me to breathwork. So then I got into breathwork and then that was giving me like psychedelic experiences in itself. Um, so you don't need any of this stuff, but this is my curiosity. I'm just like, I need to try everything. So I tried the magic mushrooms and that was a really fun day, but it's, it's a lot mentally to go on and it's not something I would do lightly I would be really prepared for it because it does ride you off for the rest um the rest of the day I even tried microdosing mushrooms in the morning so like uh people uh describe that as being a really good experience that was really really um a positive experience as well because again it's exactly like what you're describing you just notice like the little things right and it just it gives you this gratification for life and once you do see those things you can't unsee them in your daily life so it is true in that sense so you do have to be mindful of your headspace where you're at um if you're ready if you're in a safe space and all of that but you know these are things that I don't take lightly like you do them I do them in like a very spiritual way if I do do them, but that's been the only time. I don't know how I even got That's really cool. Yeah. No, I, I'm a regular, I, I, I regularly use pot. Like I, oh, it there helps you go. me. Yeah. yeah. It helps me because I have a lot of energy. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know why too. I ever use the word I'm tired because no, <laughs> that's I, not my energy. No, <laughs> so, there are people that work with cannabis actually with like meditating. They do cannabis meditations and things like that. So it's a plant that's widely, wi- widely used in the spiritual community. Yeah. Yeah. It helps me uh, mellow so mm-hmm. that I can slow down and tune in and focus and not that I lack focus without it because I'm by nature I enjoy focusing on things especially anything that I enjoy doing mm-hmm. however it, it 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 brings me into a space physically where I'm not my energy isn't doing this because mm-hmm. you know I, I feel like Someone described it that like our spirits are this big thing trying to fit into these small bodies. And I've always wanted to be stretched. Like I've always, like, I want to find that machine that can pull you, you know, those, like it's supposed to be torture. I'd be like, no, please just pull my head and my arms, stretch me out. I love that. That's fucking, that's hilarious. There you go. Yeah, no, it's um many people do that. I um I don't have a good relationship with weed. I think I I was using it recreate recre I can't say that word recreationally as a teenager and it um had a negative effect on me. I was doing it for the wrong reasons at that point in my life. Yeah. Yeah. I, that happened to a lot of friends um when I was mm-hmm. younger, but like when I did it when I was younger, it was different than now. Now mm-hmm. it like now I, I have like a medical, I have a medical card for it and yeah. I get the medical stuff. So um, now it's more so that like, 
I don't flip out at my kids when they've spilled whatever and I just mop the floor. Like, mm-hmm. you know, nor- that the normal reaction is like, boom. But, mm-hmm. you know, it helps so that I'm like, take a deep breath, be <laughs> present with yourself. Don't <laughs> kill the children. You just have to clean the floor again. It's no big deal. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It doesn't always win. It doesn't always win. Sometimes, you know, the other side comes out. You know, it depends how late in the day this, this, this yeah. transpires. Of course. <laughs> but a lot of times I'm like, mm. I mean, I still have to give them a hard time for making the mess and all the things and, and then try to get them to help so that I, it's not them making the mess and me always picking it up. But a lot of times they make the mess worse. So it's like, which of the two evil? Which one? What do you want? Yeah. <laughs> which one? You always have a choice. It's like getting your partner to clean up when you're like, you know, when you're like, oh, can you do this for me? And it's just like, I could have just done it myself and I would have, because ha- you have to do it again anyway, right? So <laughs> same thing. I'm like, oh, fun things, fun human things. Look at us having a human conversation. I'm like, look at <laughs> Well, so here, here's the thing, like, you know, right now between the screenplay and the activations that I'm doing, I'm in in between all of that parentheses, I am a stay at home mom. However, the mundane things of a stay at home mom have probably always driven me to want to pull every hair out of my head. (laughs) It's not my bag of tricks. It's not, but I'm learning to like, okay, I don't enjoy doing the dishes. All right. But I have to be present with doing the dishes sometimes. And what, what, what am I getting out of it? That then my kitchen is clean and having a clean kitchen does bring me joy. So the end result brings me joy, not the process. And that's okay. Cause not everything is going to light me up all the time. But if the end result brings me joy, then I'm okay having to do the dishes every once in a while. I don't enjoy it. And my husband is kind. He doesn't like to cook, but he doesn't mind cleaning. So I cook, he cleans <laughs> most of the time. It doesn't always work out that way. And sometimes I have to do the cleaning and it sucks. And But I'm realizing that like I can't allow that to be what... Like, I, I can't let that make me crazy, right? Like, it's okay. Sometimes we have to do things that we don't enjoy, but can you find a perspective of whatever it is that you have to do that in the end brings you the peace or brings you the joy or brings you um, uh, uh, presence? Because at the end of the day, that's what we want to focus on. And so sometimes what I'll do when I really don't want to do something is I'll play a song or I'll dance before I have to do it. Or I'll do that first so that then I can do the thing for myself that brings me joy afterward. And so I, you know what I mean? Like we all have things that we absolutely have to do that we don't want to. So how can we treat the inner child that has to bear and grip with the bullshit things of the 3d world and still bring out the joy for her at some point afterward and find some gratification because at the end of the day, this is a balancing act of, you know, living this reality that we are in and, um, knowing our energetic bodies and growing our spirituality and connecting with, 
um, the universal energy that is trying to guide us to live joyful lives because what presence teaches you is each moment is all we have. It's this, it's this moment with you. And then the next moment after that, and that's it. And those, these, these sound bites are our life. And if we don't take joy in each one of them, then yeah, all of a sudden you find yourself whatever age and you're like, what is this all about? It's about all these little moments and being present in in them long enough to enjoy them and cherish them. And then you're able to move on to the next ones. And not every single one of them is going to be this beautiful, joyous passage, but you can find perspective in as much of it as possible to make it, to make it worthy of, of your existence because fuck guys, we're divine <laughs> mm, and we deserve divinity and we deserve pleasure and passion and joy and to be filled with light. And in order to really start to believe that you have to see the magic in the moment. You have to start seeing it in all the little things first. And that's when the, the sparks and, and, and the little crazies start happening here. And when and and I call it crazies because it's like all this electricity starts to happen, right? And and you start to realize that all the little things you hadn't noticed that make your life beautiful and wonderful, you just were too caught up in yesterday or tomorrow to see it and be in it. And you miss that beauty every single moment when, whenever we're over here, whenever we're back there, and we don't even realize it, even in our language, how little we speak in this moment. It's always about, well, what, what did you do yesterday? What are you doing tomorrow? What are you working on? What did, what did you, what did, what did you get accomplished? It's never just this moment. It's never just about how you got here in this second and what you're feeling right now, because there's always a goal that you need to get to, or there's a situation that you need to look at to fix the next situation. It's here. It's all just here because whatever happened then is gone. And whatever hasn't happened, you can't control. It's definitely goes down to programming now that you like, put it in that way if you think about the way that we we uh, are brought up in this society we're always working towards a goal always like you know going to the next thing okay grade one two three four right and it's just it's so true it's like we are we are programmed to just like get the next thing and go and go and go and I like um, that point that you just made that yeah, even when you're hanging out with people it's like oh what are you doing tomorrow what are you doing what did you do yesterday and it's just you don't really focus on this this current moment. And you're actually reminding me of this uh, little bit I read in the Tibetan book of the living and dying. Have you read it? It's a, it's written by, I think it was channeled by a monk or somebody who was a monk in a past life. I don't know the full story, but basically I was re- uh, reading that book and they were talking about like how monks are and how literally they practice presence. So they they were saying that monks actually don't even, I don't know if this is true for all monks or like a particular type of monk, but there were these group of monks that actually didn't even prep for their next day. So they wouldn't even like, they. you know how we would be like, okay, we'll have this here for tomorrow. We'll have food for tomorrow. We'll buy dinner for like the, the week or whatever. 
they wouldn't do that. They would live like each moment by moment by moment. They wouldn't even prep for the next day. They wouldn't, they just figured it out as they went. And that was like presence on another level. And to me, I was like, wow, imagine not prepping your life to that point. But it really like that's, that's surrendering. That is how we succumb to like the magic of the universe just by completely letting go and allowing and trusting that whatever is going to be will be. Yeah. And it sounds beautiful and easy, but it takes practice because we like, um, I was saying earlier that someone told me that our life really is a soundbite. Like your ability to stay present really is about 30 seconds to a minute. So it really is a little sound bite. And to keep the focus for longer than that is takes practice. And most of us don't even realize how very little we can stay present so that we allow the, the magic to come in. And it's mainly because, you know, we've been taught this. We've also been we also have so many distractions. The noise of the 3D is also so distracting that it immediately takes us out of the moment. You know, I find myself very, very little time to watch TV and shows because it's such a mind suck. Like it, it you know, I, I love television and I love film. I, at one point I was an actress and thought I was going to go all the way and go to Hollywood. Um, but then I realized it was more of a hobby, but I find that I lose presence if I'm, because I get sucked into the show and I'm gone. I'm in the show. I'm in the world of the show for however long that is. And then it takes me a, a while afterward to come back to myself because you really do get like, I'll give you the perfect example. If anyone has kids and watched the the movie Frozen and all of the songs and your kids made you play it over and over again, that Let It Go song got really stuck in your head. And the same thing is happening now for anyone that's watching the Encanto movie with their kids and their kids are playing the songs over and over. So I wake up singing these songs in my in the morning. <laughs> that's how they, you know what I mean? Like that's how pulled into it you can get by so a lot of this distraction because it has the ability to really just capture your thought patterns and take you out of the present moment. And I find myself some mornings, I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe that I'm still talking about Bruno. You know, the song is don't, you know, we don't talk about Bruno, <laughs> but I'm singing it in my head in the morning and I have to like take a moment connect with source and center myself and, you know, what do I want for my day to come through? But if I'm being honest, I wake up singing, we don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> That's so funny. Do you know how many times that movie has come up for me? Encanto? Is it, I thought it was Enchanto, but it's Encanto. <laughs> I, that that's like in my previous uh podcast interview I did she mentioned that and that had come up four times that week so that was last week and you just said it again and I have I still oh, haven't wow. watched it I know I have to watch it I'm such a sucker for like a Disney film it just makes me feel so good 
good or like Pixar. I just love it. I don't know if it's Pixar. It's a really good, it's a really good one. It's actually the moral of the story is, you know, um, cause the family strived for perfection cause they were all magical mm-hmm. and because they were magical, they had to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And so the whole thing was like, Hey, perfection isn't really necessary. Like we don't have to be perfect simply because we're magical. So that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense as to why I need to watch it now. I'm like, okay, he's spirit. (laughs) Um, I love it. But that they're the little synchronicities that you notice when you are present. Like I could have easily missed that and just, you know, gone about my day. Right. But they're just the little things that come up, but I totally relate to what you're saying in terms of like shows really sucking you in and movies really sucking you in. And I'm, now very picky with what I consume but this goes like beyond even movies even social media and especially like you know being uh so mindful and being so self-aware as we are like having a business or a platform on social media has also got me to think okay wait hold on like I'm getting sucked into the app and I'm losing the ability of like presence so um I feel that on so 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 many levels and you are so right in saying that it's not easy it's not easy to do this. And even in a meditation, often uh, what people say to me is like, you know, how do you meditate? How do you meditate? I can't control my mind. My mind always goes off. I can't get it to do one thing. And I'm just like, it's impossible. It is impossible <laughs> to like stop your mind. I'm like, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's that, that back and forth, like allowing the mind to wander, giving it the space to wander, giving it the space to think what it thinks, and then bringing your attention back to the breath whenever you get that moment of presence. And it's that practice that helps helps you practice presence throughout your day. And that's all it is. It's a practice. Again, if you stop doing it, it's going to be harder to gain those like present moments and stop living in the future and stop living in the past throughout your day. And that's why, you know, people say meditation is it's the accumulative effect of meditating. And another thing that it really helps you with is realizing that you're not those thoughts as well, because your brain will think like all of these different thoughts throughout the day. And some of them just make no sense. They're completely irrational, uh, but we attach to them because we're like, oh, we thought it, therefore it has to be true, right? But it's not true. And it's just, I feel like that came up because I think another thing for me was practicing presence in my own personal life in terms of, you know, this new like venture I'm going out on right now. I really like don't know where my soul is like guiding me to go, but it's the, it's, that's the fun in it. Like, I don't know what the future is going to look like. I don't know why I'm being called to like, you know, quit my business, which was the reading business and now start, um, you know, content creation on YouTube. I don't know what that's going to look like, but I get to just uh, go into that, that avenue and that path with like curiosity and play. And I think like we get caught up in trying to have all the answers now, have all of it figured out right now. And it's just like this, this practice of presence really helps you to be able to make decisions like I've made and like you've made in your own personal business, because we don't know what the outcome is going to look like. We don't really know what's going to happen. We're just following our joy, following our bliss and following what feels alive in this moment, in this present moment. So that's what like this practice of presence has really helped me with as well in terms of like in in like a a life sense, like a business sense in terms of like following what feels alive for me and going on that path and just trusting that anything can happen. And what I realized is all of the possible, like even my desires, right? Even what I wanted to happen so badly, like my dreams, that is still only like one small aspect of reality in 
the truth of the universe, if we're practicing multidimensional living, there are infinite different possibilities and infinite different scenarios. And for me to be holding on to it looking like one particular way, I'm already limiting like the amount of abundance and the amount of joy and passion and play and pleasure that can come my way by just focusing on that one little desire. So that became really like evident for me. And I was like, okay, hold on. Like I'm limiting myself so much by just like focusing on this one you know, this one way. And I really got to see, you know, why people say this or something better when they're manifesting because they, they're, there's like infinite something better. Does that make sense? Oh, oh, Shule. So part of why I've taken a minute to figure out what my, what I was going to start doing is because I was going to other dimensions and seeing. And so all of these paths were lighting up for me about things that I could do, like being an actress, being a playwright, being a screenwriter, uh, being a, a singer, being, you know, all of the, and, and because I was doing those in other dimensions. And so when I would go up into my third eye, I was spewing it out into like a spider and all of these paths were lighting up for me. I was like, yeah, I could do that. I could do that. Or I am doing that, but somewhere else. And I had to, so this was the lesson. I had to find presence in this dimension, in this reality. And the only way I was going to figure out what this version of me is meant to do is by staying here and not messing around so much in the other dimensions and finding presence in this moment, in this life, because we can get really lost in that game of <clears throat> playing out there in the different dimensions. And that's super fun and everything. But then this, in this presence, you're not, you're not filling your purpose here and you have one because that's why you exist in this one as well. So coming into that has really helped me center into the present. And that's when, and, and when that reality hit, that's when all the bangs in the heads started happening, kind of like, stop, stop it. Stop going up in there and messing around in another dimension. Stay here. <laughs> Presence. Oh, that's such a beautiful story because it's true. It's really true. Like there are literally, there are like everything that you can think of is already playing out and you just choose what like where you want to go it's it, that's how it works I've literally felt like timeline shifts I've explained this to friends before but I have when I was meditating five times a day like at the start of COVID the start of my awakening I could literally feel whenever I would like enter a new timeline it kind of felt like a little earthquake because I became so attuned to like the energy and I love what you just said about like the like you know going off in the different dimensions and realizing that yeah you are doing those sorts of things in like different um different realities but it just all you have to do like once you gain that clarity of like okay literally it's all happening all at once so what do I want you know what is it that I want and the thing is guys you are not going to know until you actually try that's the thing like we stay up here and we try to like intellectualize and we think about you know all the things because we're trying to stay safe but it's like 
You're never going to fully know if it's for you unless you go and do the thing. I could have sworn that the reading business was for me, just like you could have sworn you were going to be like, you know, an actor in Hollywood, an actress in Hollywood, right? Whereas for me, I was just, I I could have sworn I was going to be like, I'm going to be a psychic and I'm going to be a reader and this is my, this is my path. And it's just, it's so funny because it's like, no, that's not how it really, it's going to work. There's just infinite timelines, infinite possibilities. And the only way to surrender to that is just presence. Presence. Your only job is to follow what lights you up. I swear to God, guys, it is just that simple. And we've complicated this entire process by trying to get all of the answers now. But that comes from a place of, it's a trauma response, that inability to be able to let go and just allow the universe to to do its thing, to work with you, trusting the universe enough to trust that, you know, it's going to bring you exactly what you deserve. And to be honest, I believe we are the universe. Like we are the source. We are the creators of our world. So if you aren't trusting the universe, then you're not trusting yourself. And I think that that perspective really helped me to let go and be like, well, I trust that I know exactly what I want or something better. Absolutely. Yes, exactly. We are walking projectors of our energy playing out in front of us. And that's why they say that every, everyone that we encounter is our mirror is a mirror of our own belief systems that we don't want to look at or don't want to see. And may, and and that's again, because things that trigger us pull us out of the present, right? Cause we don't want to be there. It bothers us. It, you know, it hinders us or whatever. And so we either pull out or we don't respond. We react, right. Instead of responding to the trigger and trying to see what it's trying to teach you. And it, all of that is where the practice comes in because once you start realizing that those triggers are actually there to show you something, they're there to, to uh, allow you to witness something that is, is a lesson for your life as difficult because some of them are fucking dark and we know, you know, um, it's a lesson, right? And it's for this life. And you chose that path as dark as it may feel at the moment for you, but if you allow yourself to go through it and just experience it, that's it. That's what emotions are. It, it's a tunnel. It, they're just, they just need to pass through. The problem is, is that we want to control it because we've been taught the illusion of control and we don't have that. It's a lie. We can't control it. All we do when we try to control it is hold on to the emotion and it sticks to us. And then we're stuck with it and we can't figure out what happened? And it's that we didn't let it pass through. And so now we have to figure out where that came from to let it go. And that's where a meditative practice comes in. And when you're present with yourself long enough to love that inner part of you that just didn't fucking know and was just doing their best where they were, you know, and forgive those parts of you that you constantly are like, well, I should have known this by now. Why? Who told you you should have known anything by any time? You know, the timeline was created by us. 
we invented it. It doesn't really exist. I'm coming back to this, this moment, you know, now, and you can do better now because back then it's, it doesn't exist anymore. It's this moment. And so many of us, the problems we create is because we're stuck in that wheel of the past of what happened. And so we can't let go of that so that this can just be this experience we're attaching so many energetic strings to the present moment based on our past that then we, that then that present moment is the skew because you're not, you're not seeing it for face value. You are now bringing in all of this energy that isn't present in the moment from your past so that you don't have a clear lens anymore. You now have like this lens. It's imagine like imagine a kid went and just all over a glass. You can't see anything, you know, you can't see a thing. And so that's what ends up happening to our presence. And then we snap out of it constantly because we, we can't see we're unfocused. There is no clarity. And what, what we have in front of us isn't even the present, the actual present moment, which is our gift, right? The, the, the language is, is so clever that way, how it messes with us, right? <laughs> it's all been there, even in our language, spelling, we're casting spells with what we speak. Um, it's all there in our language and we just aren't paying attention to it. Um, disease is the disease of the body is you are diseased, and so the body is now projecting that it's all I right love that. there. Yeah, that There's, was a good thing to like pick up on. It really is, it's all like right in front of us, and it's just being distorted. Yes, completely. And and it's centuries of distortion, right? Like this didn't just happen overnight. Like people were like, how did all of this happen? How did we lose all of this connection? That how did we, how do we not know that we are these spiritual beings that are having a human experience? Like, how did that happen? It's centuries and centuries of destroying history. I mean, we're doing it right now. How many people are trying to eliminate certain things from history books in our schools? It's happening still. We're still doing it. It's just in a different his way. story. We're get we're always getting the victor's story, but the victor isn't always the right and the nice guy. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh no. This this is yeah. It's been happening for centuries and centuries. And yeah, when you go back and you start to just unravel the puzzle, you get to see, and you're like, wow, it's really been in front of me. And I think like that was the biggest thing when I woke up. I was like, wow, oh my god, this has been has been right in front of us like how did I not see how wasn't I awake and then I went on this journey of like wanting to wake up all my friends I just wanted to shake everyone in my life and be like wake up (laughs) 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 quickly and they're all like whoa yeah they're like well Liz lost it (laughs) 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 yeah now I'm just like okay no that that doesn't work don't do that to anyone (laughs) they're gonna be like okay (laughs) 
Shulay. So listen, we understand that COVID scared you. Yeah. We're, we're all going to start a schedule. We're all going to take you out once a week. We're taking yeah, turns. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm just like in a straight jacket. <laughs> Honestly, I actually thought that at one point in my awakening, I was like, I'm losing my mind. I've actually lost the plot. I'm like, no, nah, this is what schizophrenia is. Like no um, joke to schizophrenia. I know it's a very serious disease, but that's genuinely what I thought. I was like, this is what it is. This is exactly what it is because I was just experiencing reality in such a different way. And like you said before, once you see it, you can't unsee it. You're like, okay, the truths of the universe. So, yeah, it was it was intense. It was intense. It was a intense ride. But thank you again for that beautiful explanation on presence and emotion and even escaping dark emotion. Um, and that's usually exactly right, why we, like, numb ourselves and why we don't practice presence and maybe why we do, like, uh, you know, try to numb ourselves with social media and all of these, like, avenues and forms of distraction we have in our reality. And I guess a big part of why we've created so much distraction as well because we're trying to run away from these feelings. But I love that you highlighted that it's just an emotion. It's just feeling. And even through my self-awareness and my spiritual journey, I have realized that I have still tried to run away from dark emotion and feeling dark things and getting real with myself. And uh, it took me a long time to try and figure out how to have a relationship with these these like, you know, darker feelings and these darker emotions, because unfortunately they are a part of the human experience. I'm like, unfortunately, <laughs> fuck you guys. No. <laughs> um, they, they are right. They, they're just, um, they're a part of the human. I'm joking guys, obviously, <laughs> but, um, they are part of the human experience and we are here to feel everything. And, um, it's actually quite beautiful when you work out how to work with those feelings and those dark, you know, the sadness, the anger and all of that. Uh, when you learn how to work with that and feel through it and you give it a space to express and you feel, you, you understand that it's energy in motion. All it needs to do is not stagnate. It needs to move. That's it. So figuring out how to move. And for me, it was like moving my body. So getting like, you know, getting into like sensual dance or just expression through the body or like shaking or like hitting something when the emotion came came up and that was a really good way to like kind of move it through everyone has their own like little way of doing it and um yeah it's just once you do that you realize oh wait like this actually isn't killing me what happens is it kind of reaches this like peak and you think you're gonna die and then it dissipates and it's like ah, oh, cool like that's cool like uh, that's not it's not it's not um it's not anything that I needed to allow control me or even dictate my reality or have influence over my reality because you you know you remember you're a divine fucking being you are creating this experience here and you don't get to be you don't have to be controlled by those fears or those limiting beliefs and those emotions and yeah yeah and we 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 pick up on so much of what other people are feeling. Like, I think one of the biggest things I do on a daily basis when I shower is I release any energy that does not belong to me. Like it's such a huge part of my daily practice. And when I kickbox, I release energy that doesn't belong to me. Um, and then also any energy that I need to release, you know, so when I'm upset or when I'm feeling the worry or the fear kicking in, or, you know, you're having a, a, a challenging day. Um, 
it, it, it's, 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 that's my movement of letting go of those things and coming back to my center and remembering because what brings us present also, we can be reminded that in this present moment, you're safe. In this present moment, you're supported. In this present moment, none of those things that are rummaging through your mind are actually happening right now. And remember, this is all there is. So it's coming, it's making that a big part of my practice that has really changed the way that I see my day now, you know, and when things do come up, it's like you say, we handle them and we respond to them differently because we know that in this moment, all of the worry that came with whatever the situation is, isn't actually happening because you learn to realize that those thoughts are just thoughts. They don't, that doesn't make them real. They're just there. And it, it, it's, it's our fight or flight coming in because, you know, our ego wants to keep us safe. But at the end of the day, we, the ego has to be, you know, put in its place because we're not being chased by a lion anymore. And so, you know, we have to remind the ego that it is safe. Like we, we, we really do have to stroke it. Like we really do have to ease the ego, stroke the ego and be like, you're fine, buddy. We're all good. We're all good. It's all fine. You know, it has its place. It's there for a reason. We can't hate on it. Right. But it does bring up all of those emotions that we that bring our energy down. And that's why we don't like them. Right. But we all know this. We don't learn. We don't grow when we're up here. We learn, we grow when we feel those shitty things, when we're, when we're in that dark place. That's when, that's when we awaken to the things that we need to start seeing so that we can go back up. You know, up here, everything's hunky-dory and wonderful, and we're super, we're, we're super present with our days because everything is wonderful. It, it's staying present when we're down here, and it's shitty that that's where the learning curve happens. This is where you, that's when you, <laughs> when you're able to skyrocket up and, and, and you birth new things, you birth new concepts. You, that's when, like, the... I think that the, um, the the reason we have all those cliches about when brilliant ideas come, it's always it's always comes from when someone was in a shitty situation and they had to figure something out or the shit was going to hit the fan, and then they birthed something brilliant, and it was because they made that choice. It was either I choose to to change the energy and the trajectory of my life right now. Or I'm, I'm going to be stuck in this, or this is going to be the rest of my life and I can see it now. Right. And it's that pivot. It's that pivot. Right. I feel like my whole life is a pivot. I swear I love, and I'm going to age myself, but I love that episode of friends when okay. Ross and Chandler are trying to get a sofa up the stairs and oh, Ross is pivot, pivot, pivot. That's my whole life. Yeah. I'm constantly like, nope, not that way. Nope, not that way. Nope, not that yeah. way. I love it. No, Friends, I've rewatched, I think, 10 times. I love that show. I'll never get over it. Anyone that doesn't like Friends, I just don't understand you as a human being. I'm like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> My partner hates friends. I'm like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you're weird. Yeah. I'm like, you're the one that's weird, not me. 
I love that you brought the focus to those those low lows in our life because, you know, we all have them at different capacities. Everyone, you know, some people's stories, there's just, if we all experience different sorts of hardships, right? But those low lows, I was having this conversation today, those low lows, those low lows, God, say that five times fast. <laughs> um, <laughs> they really dictate the experience of your reality. And that's when you actually get to put this shit into motion. That's when you get to actually start acting differently, creating a new reality. I feel like those are the moments, they're like the pivotal moments, right? Where you get to create a different story. You get to be a different version of yourself. So, you know, I have a lot of friends right now going through some pretty difficult things around me, but they're just all so fucking inspiring because they're not only talking the talk of like this spiritual, you know, path, they're just, they're fucking walking the talk. They are being the thing that they preach. They are living their life based on what they believe in, you know, choosing to see the opportunity in everything. And I mean, like these people are going through hard shit, like pretty, pretty tough things. And I'm fucking inspired by them every single day because I'm just like, you are the reason why I'm living. Like, I just love people like you because I'm like, you are the people that are going to change the world because in those moments, that's when you create the change and you, you, it's, an, it's a domino effect to the people around you and the people around them that are experiencing the same thing. And it's just, it's so beautiful to see people in this space acting from their higher selves and choosing to see the opportunity in every little thing, choosing to see the lessons, learn from the lessons. And that really comes through like the practice and, um, yeah. And it, it really, it really does. These moments or those moments are the most defining, you know, my lowest low at the start of COVID led me down this path of spirituality and finding myself and fucking living a dream life. Like I'm just passionate and in love with life every single day. I get to create and be creative and just, you know, be who I really, really want to be. And I just practice loving myself every single day. And I just never in a million years would I thought that this would be my reality. And I'm sure that you could relate to that as well in many senses. Like low lows really, really bring you to this point. Yeah. I mean, I would say that like, I've always shot for the stars in whatever it was that I was trying to manifest. Um, and I could put energy towards those things and I could make them happen. And so my low lows have happened in big ways for me because I was, you know, like I would go and then bam. <laughs> I say that as well. I'm like, my low lows have to be so like, they were always so low to get me to actually wake the fuck up and like make the change. If it was just like a little like inconvenience, I'd be like, I can, I can go through that. I can go through that. I had to be like knocked yeah. on my ass by the universe. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, but don't get me wrong. I didn't necessarily catch the drift at first. <laughs> it was kind of, it was kind of like, all right, all right, all right. This, this one didn't work but I'm going to manifest this one. And this one is <laughs> that's perseverance. Yeah, it is. But what I didn't realize is at the time I just had my energy in the wrong place. Mm. And so of course the universe is going to come and be like, no, no, no. <laughs> and keep until you realize that that's not for you. And I mean, 
it took me a while. Like how many fortune 500 companies did I have to work for before I realized that corporate America wasn't for me? Like, <laughs> I love it. No, I love it. But you, you know, you get the message in the end and you learn the message and that's, that's the beauty. Like you, you are going to be led the right in the right path, but so long as you listen, I truly believe that like this generation of like, you know, star seeds and light workers coming in, you can just see like they, they can't actually handle not living in alignment. It doesn't work anymore. You know, if you look at past generations, they were living in um, like out of alignment. You know, so many people didn't follow their dreams and they just hustled and they thought, you know, they had to make ends meet and they just, they, they perpetuated the cycle. Right. And people like got to the end of their lives or, you know, lived really unfulfilling lives and they didn't get to like live out their, their dreams. And we get to change that now and it's two, two, two on the clock. <laughs> um, so it's, it's beautiful because we get to, we get to change that and we get to, it's, I, I believe, I truly believe that this frustration that's there and this like, you know, it kind of feels like, um, it's like we're antsy. It's like, this doesn't just feel right. This isn't right. And it's there as a gift from our souls. So we can then be put on the right path and direction. But thank you so much for this conversation. Honestly, it has been such a pleasure to talk to you again. Honestly, I just, I've loved all of our chats and I've loved this one as well because we've had so many. <laughs> um, oh, same. Too good. It's, I would love if you could just uh, tell the audience where they could connect with you, where they could work with you, where they could get an activation. Yes. So I'm Christy Happy Place on IG. I also have a link tree and it's Christy happy place. And again, that's Christy without an H and a Y at the end, like happy. And, um, you can find me on there and that's where all my offerings are. I do once a month group activations via zoom that I post on IG. And I also put the link on my, uh, uh, link tree. So if you don't do social media, you can always pop on there and it'll have when I'm doing the monthly activation. And I also offer one-on-ones and I also offer consultations so you can find me and reach out and we can chat. Amazing. That's all linked in the description below as always. And thank you again. It was so, so, so lovely to have this chat. Thank you for sharing all of your knowledge with us. Honestly, you were just like so wise and I love, love, love talking to you. So have a lovely rest of your night. Thank you, Shule, for having me. It's been a pleasure. I love your energy and I I love your dedication. Like you're like, oh, I'm going to learn you. this and I'm going to be the badass <laughs> who meditates for five hours and I will know all of, all of this. And I get up at 2 a.m. because I am dedicated <laughs> to this. Pra- like you, you have the gift of realizing right away that this was this was it for you, like this path and for everyone it, 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 some of us, it's a much more gradual process. Right. And so mm-hmm. I think it's so beautiful that you were like, no, this, <laughs> I'm going to dedicate myself to this. And <clears throat> not everyone, first of all, has the balls to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Because like, I, like we, we just discussed, like our friends probably are like, put her in a straitjacket. Yeah. And so, you know, and not enough times are we told that like, girl, be proud because you're a badass. 
Thank you. I'll receive that. Thank you so much. You're so lovely. And yeah, right back at you as well. Honestly, everything that you're doing is inspiring and especially the screens, um, screenplay for teenagers. Like I have my, my little sister, she's a teenager and she's going through that process right now. And even think back to me as a teenager, like that is just going to be so needed, especially for the next generation that's coming up because they're all fucking starseeds, man. They need to wake up and that's why they're feeling so out of place and like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and, you know, that is just going to be, I, I just know it's going to change so many people's lives. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all the work that you're doing as well. Thank you. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please don't forget to give it a rate and review in iTunes or Spotify. It would mean the world to me. Also, if you are wanting to connect with me on a more intimate platform, you can find me on Instagram at Shule Ozek. I would love to connect with you. Finally, you can learn a little bit more about me and this space just by visiting my website at www.shuleozek.com.